With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to Depictions Media Radio. Welcome back to Depictions Media Radio. I'm your host, Michael Cloggs. The NDP and the Liberal parties have come to an agreement delivering for Canada now a supply and confidence agreement. What this means is the, that the deal would see the NDP support the Liberals on confidence votes in the House of Commons for the next three years until t- June 2025 in exchange for the government's advancement of certain NDP policies such as pharmacare and dental care. And from the Prime Minister in a written statement, Canadians are working hard to overcome challenges of the global pandemic and now face a world made less secure because of Russia's criminal war in Ukraine. Despite the challenges, Canadians are determined to build a better, more prosperous future. Voters have given this Parliament a clear mandate to do not want to endure needless delays in this important moment. They want to build a growing economy that supports their families with green jobs, climate action, more housing and child care affordability, and stronger health care. Politics is supposed to be adversarial, but no one benefits when increasing polarization and parliamentary dysfunctions stand in the way of delivering these results for Canadians. In a recorded uh, press conference on Parliament Hill, uh, Jagmeet Singh reiterates some of, of what was stated by Justin Trudeau and remains adamant that the NDP does have a right to vote against the Liberals if it is something that does not help people at large and could potentially hurt people such as um, extreme tax breaks for the ultra-rich or for corporations, as he stated in his campaigning during the last election. So let's listen to what Jagmeet Singh has to say to the press about this agreement that he has come to with just. Bonjour à tous, bienvenue. On va commencer cette conférence de presse avec une allocution du chef du NPD, Jog Meeting, suivi d'une trentaine de minutes de questions dans la salle et sur Zoom. So welcome to this press conference. Uh, we will start with a speech from Mr. Singh, then about 30 minutes of questions in the room and on Zoom. Mr. Singh, la parole est à vous. Merci, thank you. We've had a really tough two years as Canadians speaking with a lot of people and they talk about how it's been tough. The pandemic has been really hard on a lot of people and the cost of living going up is making it really hard on folks. 
And then we've got a war where people are feeling less safe. And in this time, everyone I talk to, people are telling me that they need help now. And they expect politicians to deliver that help. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're using our power to get help to people. We are getting help for people who that need their teeth fixed. We're getting help for people that need to buy their medication and can't afford to. We're getting help to people that need to find a home to call their own and can't afford one. We're getting help to people dealing with the climate crisis and making sure that we do everything we can to build a better life for people. This is our obligation. I got into politics to help people. And I think about all the folks that I've met, people that came to me with their hand over their mouth because of their teeth not being in good health. The seniors I've spoken to that could not afford medication because they, they just don't have the budget to afford it. Young families that can't find a home. These are people that are worried. And kids are worried about their future. They're worried about the climate. And what we've been able to do is to use our power in this minority government to get help to people, to get to help to people in this difficult time. And I want you to know we've got your back. We're here for you. We hear you. We see you. And we're fighting to get you that help. And we are delivering that help. On a parler avec plusieurs personnes pendant ce temps difficile et ils ont dit, ils ont partagé leur histoire, ils ont dit que c'était deux ans difficiles avec une pandémie, avec le coût de la vie qui augmente et avec une guerre qui rend tout le monde un peu moins sécuritaire. Et dans ce temps difficile, les gens m'ont dit qu'ils ont besoin d'aide maintenant. Ils veulent que les, les politiciens travaillent ensemble. Et c'est exactement ce qu'on a dit. On a utilisé notre pouvoir pour aider les gens maintenant. On a livré les marchandises pour aider les gens qui ont de la misère à rejoindre les deux bouts. On a utilisé notre pouvoir pour aider les gens de soigner leurs dents, d'aborder leurs médicaments et pour trouver un logement abordable. On a utilisé notre pouvoir pour faire, pour faire plus, pour faire face à la crise climatique. Et dans ces temps difficiles, c'est exactement ce que les gens méritent. Mais euh, on va continuer notre travail. On va continuer de lutter pour les gens. Le travail n'est pas fini. I also want to add that the work isn't finished. This is not a, a destination, but a starting point. And we're going to continue to fight. We're not going to let the liberals off the hook. We're going to continue to fight to make sure people get the help they need. So in this difficult time when people needed help, we are using our power to get them that help. We're making sure people get help to get their teeth fixed, to, to get the medication they need, and we're not going to let the Liberal government off the hook. We're going to continue to fight hard for people and continue to make sure we hold them to account to deliver these things that people need. Merci. Thank you so much. I'm ready for your questions. Alors, on va commencer les questions. Une question, une question de suivi, s'il vous plaît. On va prendre des questions sur Zoom tout de suite après. J'inviterai les gens qui sont sur Zoom à lever la main tout de suite, s'il vous plaît, pour signifier votre, votre intention. Uh, so, we will start with questions in the room. One question, one follow-up. We will take after questions on Zoom. I would invite people joining us by Zoom to uh, use the uh, raise your hand function uh, now so we can see you. On va commencer avec Christian Noël de Radio-Canada. Bonjour, M. Singh. Bonjour. Durant la campagne de 2019 et durant la campagne de 2021, vous avez passé euh, toutes les journées à dire « on ne peut pas faire confiance à Justin Trudeau ». Comment pouvez-vous lui faire confiance dans cette entente maintenant? Euh, donc, euh, on a un document, un document public. Et tout le monde peut voir exactement ce qu'on a, qu a négocié, ce qu'on qu a atteint avec notre pouvoir et... Uh, C'est exactement le document qu'on va utiliser pour analyser ou vérifier uh, les actions du gouvernement. On a une entente, uh, un document, et c'est un outil. Un outil pour continuer la bataille, continuer la lutte pour les gens. Je veux dire encore que la lutte n'est pas finie aujourd'hui, mais uh, notre chemin a commencé. Le chemin pour livrer les marchandises pour les gens, le chemin pour livrer les soins dentaires, pour livrer l'assurance médicaments universelle de chemin pour faire face à la crise climatique, la crise du logement et pour aider les gens. On a, on a commencé sur un chemin avec un outil pour rendre compte les libéraux. Parce que c'est exactement ce qu'on doit faire et ce qu'on va continuer de faire. Uh, English on that? Vous, vous... Okay. 
Vous avez, euh, selon les, les autres partis d'opposition, vos collègues avec qui parfois vous devez aussi travailler, reçu plusieurs attaques depuis que cette entente-là a été annoncée. Les conservateurs, le Bloc aussi, je pense bien, vous attaquent de donner carte blanche aux libéraux. Pourquoi vous donnez carte blanche aux libéraux? C'est une question tellement importante. Ce n'est pas de tuer une carte blanche. On reste une partie d'opposition. On garde le pouvoir de s'opposer au gouvernement, de voter contre les projets de loi. Et on est prêt d'utiliser ce pouvoir. Aussi, on a des outils pour s'assurer que le gouvernement fait ce qu'ils ont promis de faire. On a utilisé notre pouvoir pour livrer les marchandises, mais on a un outil pour garantir les résultats. Et ça nous donne aussi euh, des, des options de retirer notre appui. Mais euh, j'ai confiance avec ce document, avec euh, le, les négociations, qu'on va réussir pour livrer l'aide aux gens. Et c'est exactement ce qu'ils ont besoin et, et ce qu'ils ont demandé. Et on va continuer de faire notre travail. Christy Kirkup, Globe and Mail. Hi, good morning. Back in the fall, you were asked many times uh, about uh, working with the government, and you said that you were essentially leaving the door open, but you were going to take it bill by bill. Um, can you explain to Canadians when did these talks start and why did they come about? Well, from the beginning, as soon as we were in a minority government, I was interested in getting help to people. I wanted to use the opportunity that we had in government to help people. That was always my goal and it will always be my goal. And early on, we had discussions about how we could deliver help to Canadians, how we New Democrats could fight to get help to people and how we could uh, push the government to do that. And uh, those discussions started off, uh, didn't continue and were able to be picked up again. And so this is always something that I wanted to do. I always wanted to get help to people. I always wanted to use the, the parliament as previous New Democrat leaders have used parliament use their power to get help for people. Tommy Douglas uses power to bring in Medicare. Jack Layton uses power in a minority government to bring in affordable housing. And we are using our power now to take uh, a bold step forward on dental care, on pharmacare, and help to people. People need this help. And uh, what is our job if not to help people out? On that last question, can you get specific at all? Was it January, February, March? When, when did these talks, in terms of a formalized agreement, uh, begin? And I'm wondering, the Prime Minister also spoke about, uh, essentially, that this is a responsible agreement to combat uh, hyper-partisanship and toxic polarization. Um, what role, if any, did the convoy that we saw in Ottawa um, figure into these discussions? I'll take... Um Just for context, I, I think that uh, there, is, there are legitimate concerns people have had about uh, politicians that have been using uh, political issues as, as maneuvering, as games, as strategy. Uh, there, have been, there have been wedges that have been created just for political gain, and I feel like that has eroded trust in public. And what people expect us to do, when people are going through a difficult time, they need help. And they expect the people they elect to get them that help. And I really believe that showing that we can actually fight to get help to people shows people they can trust us. They can trust that we're going to fight for them, that we're going to help them out. And that's really important. I want people to know that. I want you to know you can trust me to always fight for you. And, and I, I'm hoping that this, is, this, this moment now where we've used our power to achieve these, these results for people is, is giving people confidence that we can be there for them. Uh, in terms of, of when it started, as soon as the, there was a minority government, In the first minority government, we started to have conversations about the things that we thought were priorities. And then again, when we were uh, re-elected in another minority government in 2021, right off, uh, right away in, in the, the late fall, we started talking about what our priorities would be in a minority government. And so those discussions happened right away. And uh, they took some time and, and there were some pauses and, and gaps in between, but we were immediately interested in using this opportunity to help people to using our power to get people the help they need, and that's what we've done. Crystal, the Global. Hi there. Thank you for taking my question. Um, there are a lot of major promises outlined in this deal, including pharmacare and dental care. What is your specific plan if the Liberals fall short on what you agreed to? Well, the accountability mechanism is that we've got uh, this document <clears throat> that lays out what our priorities are, and we will be evaluating every budget, every decision made with uh, this document, uh, and it's publicly available. People can see exactly what we fought for. We fought to get people dental care.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's going to start with kids under 12. And so we want to make sure that every kid in this country that doesn't have dental care gets it. These are really important things. And we really believe in using everything we, we can, doing everything we can to achieve them. We want to make sure people get the help they need. And uh, we've got uh, a document that we're going to rely on. We're going to hold this government to account. We're going into this wide, eyes wide open. And I want that to be clear, too. We know that it'll take continued work, continued pressure and accountability to achieve these results. So we're going to continue to fight every step of the way to get people the results that we fought for so far. But how are you going to continue to do that if they fall short on their promises that they gave you? Just give me one second. <clears throat> if they fall short on what we've agreed to, then, then the, the deal doesn't continue. Uh, that's why we've got this deal in front of us. If they don't deliver on what we have fought for, if they don't deliver on what Canadians need right now, then they have not held up their side of the bargain. Uh, but I'm going into this um, with with a strong conviction that we can get this done. I'm going into this with a strong belief that we're going to continue to fight hard and we're going to force these results uh, for Canadians. We're going to make sure people get the, the support they need. We're going to make sure people can get their teeth looked after. We're going to make sure people can afford their medication. We're going to make sure that people can find a home they can afford. We're going to fight hard for these things. These are important problems in people's lives that need help, and we are fighting to get that help. Inès Lombardo, Franco Presse. Bonjour, Monsieur Singh. Um, J'ai bien compris que cette entente était basée sur la bonne volonté euh, de, des deux parties euh, et que vous n'allez pas nier vos désaccords pendant toute l'entente jusqu'en 2025. Mais je me demandais à qu'est-ce que ça va prendre au NPD pour que vous retiriez cet appui. Donc, euh, euh, donc on commence euh, dans ce chemin euh, avec... Euh, une bonne volonté, le fait qu'on veut que ça fonctionne. On veut que ça fonctionne parce que c'est une question de livrer les marchandises pour les gens. Donc, on a, on a, on a atteindre des, des, des choses, des grandes choses pour les gens. Et c'est important pour moi de, de réaliser la différence dans la vie des gens. Donc, je veux que ça fonctionne. Et on va continuer d'utiliser tous les pouvoirs euh, qu'on a et euh, les, les détails de cette euh, entente incluent des mécanismes mais ce qu'on va faire, c'est qu'on va continuer de travailler fort, on va continuer de lutter, on va continuer de s'assurer que euh, les, les programmes sont réalisés pour les gens. Et si ce n'est pas le cas, on a le pouvoir de, de mentionner, vous avez promis de faire ça, vous ne l'avez pas fait, et on a le pouvoir de retirer notre euh, appui. Mais on commence avec une bonne volonté, avec une bonne voix, le fait qu'on veut que ça fonctionne. Monsieur Trudeau a évoqué tout à l'heure euh, les, les garderies. Euh, moi, je, il manque des clauses linguistiques dans ces garderies pour les francophones hors, en dehors du Québec. Euh, et je n'ai pas non plus entendu parler des langues officielles. Est-ce que cette entente euh, en, comprend euh, votre appui sur le projet de loi euh, dans sa forme actuelle euh, déposé par euh, la ministre des langues officielles euh, votre question est importante parce que ça, ça soulève des autres questions aussi. Je veux, je veux clarifier quelque chose. Euh, cette entente euh, n'inclut toutes nos priorités. C'est une entente, c'est un moment d'utiliser notre pouvoir pour atteindre des, des résultats pour les gens, euh, de livrer l'aide aux gens. Mais euh, ce n'est pas une... une ce, ne, ce ne reflète pas toutes nos priorités. On va continuer de travailler fort sur les autres enjeux aussi. 
on va continuer de pousser pour avoir plus d'aide pour les gens. Et il y a des autres enjeux qui ne sont pas dans cette entente, euh, comme les langues officielles et euh, l'importance euh, d'améliorer de, de l'accès aux services en français, d'améliorer les, les protections pour les langues officielles et en particulier pour la francophonie. Donc, ça, ça reste une priorité pour nous. Euh, et il y a plusieurs priorités qui ne sont pas dans cette entente. Donc, on va continuer. Ça ne dit pas qu'on a laissé à côté ces priorités. On va continuer d'utiliser notre position dans le Parlement pour avancer les autres enjeux aussi. On va continuer de travailler fort, de lutter pour les gens. Donc, euh, c'est important de dire que ce sont des priorités dans une entente, mais euh, on a des autres priorités aussi qui continuent. Hi, Tessie Sanchi, Hill Times Research. Um, I'd like to ask about the healthcare components. Mr. Singh, you've been very clear uh, and publicly said many times that when it comes to pharmacare, when it comes to long-term care, you want to see them fully in the public system. How, in terms of this agreement, is that a, uh, like a deal breaker? Have you had those conversations about ensuring those programs are fully public, or is the NDP willing to uh, agree to a mixed public-private plan for both? So for Pharmacare, we've been really clear, and, and the Pharmacare Act that we want to see passed is based on the principles of a universal and public Pharmacare program. Uh, we believe that everyone should have access to medication, and that's, that's fundamental, and that's the next step in our healthcare system. And uh, this, what we've done today is used our power to move that forward, to, to deliver Pharmacare for people, to move that forward in, in a really meaningful way. That's important to us, and that will remain our priority. It is also the, the government's commission reports recommendation. So their own commission report recommends a universal public system. We believe that's correct, and so we'll continue to push for that. I also just want to mention what's, I think, something worth noting, that it wasn't less than a year ago that the Liberals voted against our dental care program that we were able to put into this agreement. That's, that's something that they voted against not a year ago, and we were able to fight to get that. Pharmacare is something both the Liberals and the Conservatives voted against just two years ago, and now we're moving forward with it. So these are two priorities of ours, both dental care and pharmacare. In fact, both the Liberals and Conservatives voted against it, and now we're moving forward with it. So these are our priorities. We did not give up. We will not give up. We will never give up. We're going to continue to fight to make sure people get the help they need. Yes, but to follow up on oh, that. Long-term care. Uh, yeah, and, yes. and on long-term care, uh, it remains our position that private care has clearly been demonstrated as the worst care. It's clearly demonstrated that people were put second to profits and that our loved ones, seniors, did not get the best care possible in for-profit homes. And it remains our position that they, they should not, there should not be for-profit care of our vulnerable seniors. Absolutely, that remains our position. And what we fought for is a long-term care act, and uh, that act should include what is the best practices, what are the guarantees to make sure seniors get the best care possible. So to follow up on that, does the deal break if the Liberals say no, it's going to be private, public? And just a really quick follow-up question on, um, you said you were willing to pull out of this agreement if they don't follow through. Some of the markers are for 2022. Um, take dental care for 12-year-olds. We're in March. Doesn't look like anything started. Like, how quickly can you start to think about, you know, maybe pulling out because the Liberals aren't uh, upholding their part of the deal? Very fair question, uh, but, but I want to just start off. I'm going into this because I want to get this done, because people need the help. So my approach isn't to find ways to, to tear it down before it begins. I want to find ways to make this work. And I understand, and I want folks to understand, this isn't the end product. This is a starting point. This is our, our ability to use our power to get results for people, but we're going to have to continue to fight for it. And that's why we're going to continue to put pressure to hold this government to, to account. We're not going to let them off the hook just because we have this deal. We're going to continue to fight. And uh, I'm approaching it with the understanding that I'm going to have to fight every step of the way to get more, to have more help to people. But I am hopeful that uh, the deal will be honored. But it is true that at any point in time, we are able to withdraw our support. I'm not going into this with that in mind. I want this to work. Uh, I feel like and, and inserting a, a marriage example here, I'm not going into this uh, hoping it for it to fail. I want it to work, but we're, we're going to this eyes wide open. We have full accountability. We have the ability to withdraw support, and, uh, but we're hopeful that it works because it's in the interest of Canadians. It's in the interest of people. 
it's the interest of kids that they get dental care, and I want that to happen. Uh, the first step that we will be able to evaluate this, the first step will be the budget. And so we will look at the budget and assess the commitments that we want. Are they in the budget? Are there costs there? That will be the first test of this relationship. Alex Badingal, Toronto Star. Just, uh, Mr. Singh, you keep saying that you, you, you know that you still have priorities that are outside of this agreement that you're going to keep pushing for. But, but haven't you given away your leverage in a minority parliament by saying you're going to support liberal budgets, you're going to support them on confidence votes? How will you actually secure things that are outside of this deal that you want, including you know things like the wealth tax or whatever other campaign promises, if you've promised to support their budgets? Well, we have some evidence not too long ago. Uh, in the beginning, the first minority government in 2019, we, we did not want to cause an election, but there were a number of pieces of legislation that need to be passed. And we were able to use uh, those moments to negotiate for more and to fight for more. And so uh, it wasn't limited to budgets or confidence motions where we were able to fight for additional things. Uh, if you know New Democrats, you know that we are fighters. If you know me, I'm a fighter. I'm going to fight every step of the way to want to get these things for people right now, but to continue to fight for more. People need more. My team wants to deliver more. Uh, they're not satisfied with just getting a little bit of help to people. We want more help. And, and that's, that's who we are. That's who I am. So we're going to keep on pushing. We're going to keep on fighting. And there are going to be moments where we disagree. And that is, that is a part of this agreement, that we are going to disagree. But we're hopeful that there are going to be opportunities outside of this agreement where we can actually get more for people. And we're going to continue to do that. And we've done that. And, and I can point not too long ago. We were able to, in the first parliament, the first minority parliament in 2019, we were able to get help to people, uh, the paid sick leave, uh, starting that. That was something that was done outside of a confidence vote. We were able to get more help through CERB. That was outside of a confidence vote. And so we were able to get more help to people outside of confidence motions. And we're going to continue to use the tools that we have to do that. Even in the budget, though, uh, this, this deal includes uh, that we will be, we'll be working on making sure that even in budgets, that uh, what's in, the, in there has to be also aligned with our values. And we'll work hard to make sure that each budget reflects our priorities as well. And just on climate action, the section in the deal on climate action, can you walk us through what exactly is in there specifically um, that you've secured to happen that wasn't already going to happen anyways? Certainly. Uh, we, uh, this is, this is a, a vital question of our, of our time. And so uh, we push for increased action on reducing our emissions. Uh, legislation on just transition. This is legislation that we've, we've pushed the government to do. On uh, fossil fuel subsidies, we campaigned on making sure they were ended. The Liberal government uh, has not done the best job of, of ending uh, fossil fuel subsidies. So we have secured a commitment to end fossil fuel subsidies. Uh, the Liberals were initially promising to do it later on by 2025. Uh, we have included in this agreement that we should see uh, of the two that we campaigned to remove immediately, that one of them should be removed by the end of this year, uh, by 2022. So a significant move on public financing of fossil fuel sector projects, uh, new, new discoveries, and, and uh, those subsidies should be removed. Uh, we've also pushed for um, an energy retrofit that targets low-income and multi-residence uh, apartments. And this is a, an approach that many progressives and, and environmentalists think it's really important to support those who have less means in order to make their life more affordable, but also to reduce emissions. So uh, a progressive retrofit program is also included in this deal, uh, as well as commitments to, again, reduce emissions and to uh, meet our targets. On va essayer de garder les réponses et les, euh, les questions courtes, s'il vous plaît. Tom Perry, CBC. Hi, Mr. Singh. Um, can I ask you, you're talking about helping Canadians, but I'm wondering if you're concerned that you're going to be helping the Liberals with this deal, that you're going to be perceived as the junior partner, and that when election time rolls around, the Liberals are going to say, we delivered pharmacare, we delivered dental care, so vote for us. Well, on, on dental care and pharmacare, it's pretty easy to make the argument that this is 100% New Democrats. Uh, we've got some really good evidence. Not a year ago, folks on my team have been saying months ago, I think it was like nine months ago, the Liberals literally voted against our dental care plan. The exact dental care plan that is in this agreement right now was voted against uh, nine months ago. We put forward by both the Liberals and Conservatives. We put forward our Pharmacare plan, our Pharmacare Act, two years ago, and that was voted against by the Liberals and the Conservatives. So it is very clear that these are things that would not have happened but for New Democrats using our power to secure for people the ability to get their teeth fixed, 
and for people the ability to be able to afford their medication. These are new Democrat, um, but more importantly, these are help. This is help for people, and this is what we've done for people. Uh, but you know, that's a legit concern. People might say, um, you know, someone else did it, not us. Frankly, I don't care. I want this to be done because I think it's good for people. I, I want to get help to people because I know they need it. I've heard so many stories from people, and I'm sure you've heard the stories as well. People that can't afford their medication, seniors that have to cut their pills in half. I, I literally met a woman in my in my campaign in my constituency office who had her hand over her mouth the entire time we spoke and said, I don't need a handout, I'm working hard, I'm a single mom, but my teeth are, are messed up and I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed by my teeth and I can't afford to get them fixed. I want her to be able to fix her teeth and to get the help she needs. And that to me is the most important. The reason why I got into this job was to get help to people and we are doing that in this agreement. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I know that there's concern about you can't breach caucus confidence now, but how tough a sell was this inside your own party? What did you have to tell people to make them accept this deal? Well, people were, were very enthusiastic. Uh, this is, this is, these are things that New Democrats have long campaigned for. Uh, people also uh, raised the concerns that we're going to need to hold the governments to account. Uh, and people uh, raised concerns that we need to do more. I agree with all of that. We absolutely are, are hopeful about this real significant and substantial victory for people. This is going to be help that people need. I also know that there's more that we need to do, and we're going to continue to fight for more. And we're, we're going to have to hold the government to account to achieve this. I'm going into this eyes wide open, and we're prepared to do that as well. All of those three things uh, apply, and, uh, and our team is looking forward to doing the work that we need to do. We're going to have to go to Zoom for a moment. I will try to come back to the room after if we have time. I think we will have time. Uh, okay, let's start with uh, Mélanie Marquis, La Presse, c'est à toi. Merci. Bonjour, Monsieur Singh. Vous Bonjour. avez mentionné que le, le premier test pour vous de, dans cette alliance, ce serait le budget. Or, on s'apprête très probablement à hausser le budget de la défense. Rappelez-moi votre position là-dessus. Donc, c'était toujours notre position que nos, nos forces canadiennes doivent avoir les ressources nécessaires et les outils nécessaires de faire le travail qu'on qu demande qu'ils font. Donc, ça, c'était toujours notre position. Et on sait qu'on est dans un une monde moins sécur, moins sécuritaire. Donc, Uh, on doit uh, répondre à, à cette réalité. Notre position, c'est qu'il y a plusieurs choses qu'on peut faire, qu'on a fait dans le passé, qui étaient uh, efficaces pour uh, rendre le monde plus sécuritaire. Ça veut dire uh, promouvoir la paix, le diplomatie, le uh, développement international. Donc, ce sont nos priorités. Et j'ai aussi dit uh, directement au gouvernement que uh, des investissements... Dans, euh, dans les forces canadiennes ne peuvent pas euh, réduire l'aide euh, aux Canadiens dans les soins de santé ou dans les autres mesures nécessaires pour aider les gens. Donc, euh, on, on était clair qu'ils euh, ne peuvent pas euh, couper l'aide aux gens euh, dans les soins de santé et les autres euh, soins nécessaires. Et ça, c'est une priorité pour nous de continuer l'aide aux gens et augmenter l'aide aux gens. OK. Le, la cible du 2 que l'OTAN réclame, donc le 2 du, du PIB, 
euh, il y a des bonnes chances qu'on se dirige euh, vers ça. Est-ce que vous êtes pour ou contre euh, arriver de, à cette euh, cible-là? Puis est-ce que ça va vous empêcher d'appuyer le, le budget? Non, je ne, je ne pense pas qu'on va arriver à ce, à ce chiffre. Et je, je ne pense pas que ça c'est euh, euh, quelque chose qu'on doit faire. Euh, comme j'ai dit, euh, pour nous, la priorité, c'est de reconnaître que nos, nos forces canadiennes euh, méritent d'avoir les ressources et les outils nécessaires pour faire le travail. Ça, c'est quelque chose d'important. Et euh, qu'on doit euh, augmenter notre, notre investissement dans le développement international et l'autre aide aux autres pays. Euh, mais pour ce qui est prioritaire, c'est que le gouvernement ne coupe pas dans les mesures euh, des soins de santé et l'aide aux gens en, euh, en, adresser, en adressant la question de sécurité mondiale. On va poursuivre avec uh, Aiden Shamandi uh, from iPolitics. Hello. Hey, can you guys hear me? Hello there. Yes, I can hear you. Hi, Mr. Singh. Just wondering if you could provide a little bit more details on this oversight committee. It says it's going to consist of a small group of staff and politicians. I'll note that it doesn't explicitly say MPs. So wondering who is going to serve on this? How many people? Will it be a rotating group? Any details you can offer would be appreciated. It just that it'll be uh, a team of, of, our, of, of, my, of my choice, and it'll be of our staff and of our MPs. And uh, we will make, make that determination, and then we'll let you know about it. But it'll be uh, the goal of that is uh, one of the mechanisms that we have in this agreement is to make sure that we hold the government to account, and that will be one of the mechanisms. We'll also have regular House leader meetings, uh, WIP meetings, and I'll be meeting with the Prime Minister regularly. And these meetings are essential in ensuring that we, we get uh, the results for Canadians, that we get them the help they need. And that's why we've included that into the agreement. Mm -hmm. And uh, in, after the 2017 B.C. election with the supply and confidence agreement we saw between the, the Greens and the NDP, that one was supposed to last until 2021. But we obviously saw the provincial NDP pull the plug in 2020 ahead of time, given that your agreement is supposed to last until June 2025. But we've seen historical examples of the senior party in the in the for lack of a better word, coalition pulling the plug early. I'm wondering if that uh, example came up at all during your discussions and if you got any assurances that that, that wouldn't happen this time around. Well, one point I just, I know it might come up, so I want to make sure it's really clear. This is not a coalition. We never intended it to be a coalition, and it's never been something that we either put forward, uh, frankly wasn't offered, uh, nor would I have accepted it. Uh, this is uh, an agreement to get things done for people. This is us using our power to get help to people. That's what it is. And uh, we model it after other agreements. Uh, but yes, there are, there, there are opportunities for either party to, to exit, to pull support, to not follow through. The spirit that I'm coming forward with is that people need help. This is a difficult time. People have told me this has been a tough two years, tough in lots of ways. And you can imagine how tough it's been for people in so many different ways whether it's a global pandemic, whether it's a cost of living, or whether it's a war, a, war, a war going on. These are really serious times, and people are worried. And in response to that, we want to get people help. We want to get them that help now. But we are going into this clearly knowing that we're going to have to work hard to achieve these things, that we're going to continue to have to fight hard. And there's other things that we're going to have to fight to get more help. And, and we're prepared to do that. And I want to go into it with a spirit of, of hopeful optimism, but I will remain uh, critical and we're going to remain an opposition party. We are going to remain uh, forceful in getting help to people and making sure that this agreement is followed through. On va continuer avec Hélène Busetti, des Coop de l'Information. Oui, bonjour, M. Singh. J'aimerais revenir à la question... Oui, j'aimerais revenir à la question de la défense nationale que ma collègue de la presse vous a posée. Alors, soyons bien clairs, il y a un budget qui s'en vient. J'aimerais savoir si dans ce budget, il y a une hausse des dépenses militaires. Est-ce que ça euh, ferait en sorte que vous n'appuieriez pas ce budget? Non, ce que j'ai dit, c'est euh, quoi nos priorités? Et le gouvernement libéral savent que notre euh, le gouvernement sait que notre priorité, un, c'est... Oui, on reconnaît que nos, nos forces canadiennes euh, ont besoin des outils et ressources nécessaires pour faire le travail 
qu'ils ils, 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 ils doivent faire. Deuxièmement, on reconnaît que le Canada a joué un rôle mondialement pour rendre le monde plus, plus sécuritaire et on, on doit jouer ce rôle. Ce, que, ce qui a fonctionné dans le passé, c'était les investissements dans le, le développement, développement international ou plus d'aide humanitaire ou aide aux autres pays qui en ont besoin. Donc, ça, c'est nos priorités. Euh, mais j'ai dit clairement que le gouvernement ne doit pas, ne, ne doit pas couper l'aide aux gens, couper les investissements dans nos soins de santé euh, avec ce qu'ils font dans ce budget. Donc, ce que, si euh, ce qu'on a, qu a réalisé dans cette entente est, est dans le budget et les promis sont là, euh, le financement sont là pour euh, les soins dentaires, par exemple, pour aider les gens, pour aider les gens à à soigner leurs dents. Donc, c'est un exemple d'une volonté de, de continuer avec cette, cette entente. Ça ne répond pas vraiment à ma question. Ce que je veux savoir, c'est que vous, le NPD, avez-vous posé comme condition à l'appui du budget qu'il n'y ait pas d'augmentation du budget militaire? Notre entente est claire. Notre entente inclut des financements spécifiques pour les soins dentaires. Euh, les, les actions nécessaires pour faire face à la crise climatique. Donc, si ce qu'on a demandé est dans le budget, c'est un exemple du gouvernement, euh, d'une volonté du gouvernement de continuer avec cette entente. Donc, on va, on va voir ce qu'il propose dans le budget. Je reste optimiste euh, parce que je veux que ça fonctionne, je veux que les gens reçoivent l'aide qu'ils ont, qu ont besoin. Mais je, je garde mon cynicisme ou je garde mon, ma capacité d'être, de critiquer et de vérifier qui, qui tu es là. On est à une trentaine de minutes, M. Singh. Est-ce que vous êtes à l'aise de prendre peut-être des questions de deux, trois reporters encore? Ça vous va? Oui, oui. Excellent. Alors, euh, on va follow-up avec Sayoli Lee from City News. Hi. Um, so... I understand that this is not a coalition, but there's already a line coming out of the Conservative Party that the NDP are running the show, the NDP are dictating the agenda, the NDP dragging the Liberals to the left. Related to this, why didn't the NDP try to go for a coalition and why didn't you try and secure any cabinet positions or something like that, given the fact that they're already saying that you're basically already deputy PM? Uh, that was never my goal. Uh, I'm a new Democrat. I'm not a liberal. I don't want to be a part of the liberal government. My team doesn't want to be a part of the liberal government. I was never intended, never desired, frankly, never offered, and we would have never accepted. A lot of nevers. I want to be really clear on this. And uh, what we're, we want to do is get help to people. This is what new Democrats have done. Tommy Douglas did it in the past to get Medicare. Jack Layton did it to get more affordable housing to people. We're doing it to get dental care to get pharmacare, to get important action on the housing crisis, on the climate crisis, to make sure people get the help they need. We believe in that, and we're fighting to do that. So it was never intended uh, to, to join the government. We remain an independent party. We will be opposing the government when they do things that we disagree with. We've said really clearly, for example, we oppose back-to-work legislation, and, and that's something that we will, will oppose if the government brings forward. So we will remain an independent party an opposition party with the ability to hold this government to account and to oppose the government where we see, where we see necessary. Uh, and a follow-up. I apologize if I'm perhaps missing something here, but I know you've referred to this written supply and confidence agreement as an assurance, but what confidence do you actually have that Justin Trudeau will keep up his end of the deal? I mean, I seem to recall being promised by someone that the 2015 election would be the last one under first-past-the-post. Well, we, we all have the document. It's a public document, and you're going to be looking at it. I'm going to be looking at it really carefully and evaluating the decisions that the government makes. I, I understand the questions, very fair questions, but I am, I'm going into this because I want it to work, because I want people to get help. That is, my, that is my team's priority. That is my priority. We want people to get help. We want people to be able to fix their teeth. We want people to be able to afford medication. We want people to be able to find a home, and we want to do our part to fight the climate crisis. These are all priorities for us. And we want this to work. But our tool is, if it doesn't work, then we withdraw our support. Then the deal is off. 
but I, I'm not going into it thinking that. I'm going into it thinking, let's make this happen. Let's work hard. Let's fight hard. I also want to be clear. I don't think that this is uh, finished. This isn't the finish line. This is the start of an important journey to get help to people. And this journey is going to require us to continue fighting, to continue to push, and to push for more where we can. And we're going to do that. On va revenir dans la salle. Uh, Christopher Nardi, National Post. Good morning, Mr. Singh. I have to say, I fundamentally still don't understand why you did this, because I look at it and you said hyperpartisanship was preventing a lot of stuff from moving in the House. But hyperpartisanship is a two way game. Right. And if both parties agree on something, then they can go forward on it, partisanship or not. Whereas you didn't want a coalition. So you didn't want to sit at cabinet. Why weren't you able to achieve these things through regular negotiations instead of now basically forming what is a quasi-majority liberal government. I don't understand why you couldn't already do this. What we've done is lay out our goals, and we've laid out what people need, uh, help that people need. People need dental care. People need to make sure their teeth are looked after. People need to make sure they can afford medication. People need to know that they can find a home they can afford and that we're doing everything we can to fight the climate crisis. These are, these are important priorities. And we wanted to lay those out clearly. And we realized these aren't things that are going to happen in one year. It's going to take some time to make them happen. So we wanted to lay out a path to getting help to people. We also know that Canadians don't want another election. We just had one six months ago. And so there's a lot of instability. There's already a lot of instability in the world. We've got lots of real things going on that people are worried about. We've got a war that we see horrible images coming out of and, and makes lots of people feel less safe. You know, I feel less safe because of it. We've got a, a global pandemic that's still something we're dealing with, and we've got the cost of living going up. In this time, Canadians absolutely don't want to have an election. So the threat of an election happening every time there's a confidence vote doesn't help Canadians. It doesn't help create stability in people's lives. So we thought, how can we, in this moment, use our power to get help for people? And what have previous New Democrat leaders done? Well, we've used our power to get help to people. This is exactly what Tommy Douglas did to get Medicare something that we are so proud of. This is what Jack Layton did to build affordable housing that people are living in right now. There's affordable housing that people have right now because Jack Layton used his power in a minority government to get that help. And so we modeled this after other agreements that other provinces have done. BC and Yukon right now is currently uh, in an agreement. And so we wanted to provide an opportunity to get help to people. We wanted to use our power to get that help to people. And we wanted to provide people with some stability because people definitely don't want to go to another election right now. And so that's what we're providing, some stability, but with clear accountability because it's written down on paper. You can see it. The public can see it. We can see it. Clearly, the liberals uh, can see it. And we're going to make sure that they hold up their end of their agreement and we're going to hold into account to get this help to people. And... Um In terms of, you mentioned that you started thinking about this already in 2019 uh, after that election. Um, how much of this deal making with the Liberals comes from possibly you being disappointed by your 2021 elections where polls, a lot of polls had you doing better, didn't work out? Is this, in, in a way, your way of moving forward with, you know, potentially thinking that you might not do better in an election if another one was to come up quickly? It's not, it's not an electoral strategy. I mean, electorally, it probably would have been safer just to keep on fighting. And, and maybe fight every step of the way. Uh, this is about getting help to people. We sat down as a team and said, what are we here to do? What is the goal of being elected as a member of parliament? What is the goal of being in parliament, period? For us, New Democrats, it is to get help to people. That is our goal. If we can help people out, if we can make their lives better, then we've done something good. And, you know, we can see what other parties are doing. Conservatives, clearly, that is not their goal. Just to give another example, under the official opposition to Canada, they cannot point to anything they've done in the worst time that people have been through in the pandemic to get people help. And, and sadly, you know, there's been times that liberals have been playing games with uh, trying to score points instead of getting help to people. We thought, in this difficult time, what do people need? They need help. They need someone who's going to fight for them. And so we used our power to get that help to people. And it's been uh, one of the honors of my life to be able to get help to people that's meaningful, that's going to make people's lives better. And we know that kids are going to get dental care because of this plan. We know that people are going to get their medication because of this plan. We know that because of the power that we've used, we're going to help people find a home to live in. We're going to help people feel better and, and feel safer in a world that's pretty scary right now. That's what we've been able to achieve. 
And that to me is more important than anything else. Getting the help that people need to them right now is my priority, is my team's priority, and that's what we've done. Maddie Wolf, Canadian Press. A key part of this deal is uh, support for the uh, government on confidence matters. Um, but I had a look at the document and it says that votes which impede the government from functioning could be designated a confidence vote. What's to stop the government just designating every single uh, vote which they might find tricky a confidence vote? And do you have a line uh, that you would draw to stop you de facto uh, supporting them on everything that they might have problems with getting through Parliament? That has been contemplated, and, and if uh, the government also knows that we have clear principles and values that we will not compromise. Uh, one example that I raised directly with the Prime Minister is, is back-to-work legislation. There could be a way that the Prime Minister might see a, uh, a back-to-work legislation as a confidence vote. We're not going to vote for that. We can tell you right now we're not going to support that. And so if that's something they do... You know, they're on notice right now. They know they're not going to be able to count on us for support on that. That should not come as a surprise. And, and it's, it's contemplated in this agreement that we will disagree. And that is important. We are keeping our power to disagree. We are keeping our power to hold this government to account. We are going into this very much wide as eyes wide open. We understand that the government needs to be held to account. And we're going to do that. We're doing it in the spirit of getting help to people. We believe very strongly that people need help, and we're going into this, into this agreement with that in mind. So we're using our power. We're not giving up our power. We're fighting to make sure people get help, and that to, to us is, is exactly why we got elected, to get people the help they need. The uh, caucus meeting, um, whether any of your MPs expressed concern about that they may pay an electoral price for this deal um, and that people at the next election might think that a vote for Jagmeet Singh is in fact a vote for Justin Trudeau. Um, I'm wondering whether you uh, have factored this in and whether you feel that it may impact your ability to win, for example, Tory seats or block seats, um, given your, uh, your closeness to the Liberals. I kind of addressed this earlier, but it's fair It's fair to, to bring it up. I think it probably would have been electorally, if I'm strictly thinking electorally, probably easier just to fight it out every single vote. Uh, but would that be better for people? Would that be better for families? Would that be better for kids that need their teeth looked after? Would that be better for seniors that can't afford their medication? Would that be better for families that can't afford a home? No. And so our priority and my team's priority is how do we help people? New Democrats get elected to help people out. And I think we can show really clearly that people are better off when you vote New Democrat. Look what we've been able to achieve. 20 New Democrats, 25 New Democrats. And we were able to bring in dental care, pharmacare, help for housing, help to fight the climate crisis, real help for people. That's what you get when you elect 25 of us. Imagine what happens when you elect another 25 or another 100 or the magic number to form government. Um, you know, that's going to be people's choice. But for us, our priority was we need to get help to people. And so in caucus, you know, things came up around the fact that this is positive, but we're going to need to work hard to hold the government to account. I agree. And in caucus, people were also saying we need to fight for more. I agree. And we're going to do all three. We're going to continue to fight for more. We're going to continue to hold the government to account. And we are uh, enthusiastic about what this means for people, that this is actually going to be some real help, uh, meaningful help, in their lives, and that is something that drives us and something that unites all new Democrats, getting people real help, and we're proud of that. Tandamic Charles, Toronto Star. Hi, Mr. Singh. Um, you were asked this in French, but I'd like some more clarity, please. Um, you said that the 2% of GDP spending target that NATO and all our allies are looking to Canada to reach, you said that you don't think it's something we'll arrive at or something we should do, is what I understood you to say. Yeah. Um, so whether you think we should arrive at, uh, arrive at, we will arrive at it or not, is it something you will oppose? And why shouldn't Canada do that, hit that target? Uh, I think uh, what, what we've laid out in, in terms of our priorities are a couple of things around, around our Canadian forces. One, we absolutely believe that our forces should have the tools to do what we ask them to do. We send them to do work. They should have the tools and the resources to, and the training to do that work. So that, that is something the New Democrats have always believed. We, we also know that the world does feel like a different place now than it has in the past, and so that means we need to do more. 
we believe there's ways for us to be effective, and that is to promote peace, to promote diplomacy, to invest in humanitarian aid, to invest in international development. Those are important investments, and we encourage that. When it comes to military spending, what we said and, and what we believe very strongly is that uh, no decision around military spending should get in the way of our investments in health care, should not end up cutting our health care or the initiatives that we fought for, making sure people get dental care, making sure that we move forward on pharmacare. Uh, these are priorities, and health care is a priority that should not be impacted by, by government decision with respect to resources for the armed forces. With respect, sir, that's a lot of words. Um, I, I want you to address the question very specifically. Are you saying that you will not support Canada spending billions more on strengthening its military capabilities? Are you basically saying that as long as there's money for all the other things, dental, pharma, health care, you're good if they spend more? Uh, I've laid out our clear. priorities. I've laid out our priorities. And I've said that our priority is to make sure that health care is not impacted, that health care is not cut. Uh, and we understand that there are resources that our Canadian Armed Forces right now do not have. And we ask them to do work for us, and they don't have the resources and the tools to do that work. So they need to have that, those resources, and we've long held that position that there are, there are not sufficient equipment for our Armed Forces to do the work we ask them to do. So they should be able to have the equipment to do the work we ask of them. And that's, that's important. But we've made it really clear. The priority that we have is health care, making sure people get that care that they need, and that no decision in the budget should end up impacting our commitments to get people the, the care they need to take care of their teeth, the care they need to be able to see a doctor, to go to, the, to go to the hospital, that those are things that we need to invest more in and not less in. So we'll take the two more reporters. Uh, Glenn. Glenn McGregor, CTV. Uh, Mr. Singh, the agreement, uh, the text agreement that came out this morning uh, refers to a means-tested dental care program, $90,000 household income, uh, ramping down to 70000 for the copay. Do you, you just referred a moment ago to PharmaCare being universal. So is that kind of a red line for you that uh, w would a PharmaCare plan be means-tested in the same way the dental care plan is? or would it be truly universal uh, regardless of income? With uh, respect to the dental care plan, that was a plan that we ran on. We ran on it in 2019 and 2021, so that, that is our plan. That is a plan that we ran on. Uh, we believe in universal health care, and we also believe we need to take practical steps to get there. And so with dental care, our, our dream is still a universal dental care that's covered for everybody. And these are some practical, real first steps to make sure those who have no coverage get coverage. We believe in that. Uh, when it comes to pharmacare, we absolutely fundamentally believe it should be universal and it should be publicly delivered. Uh, we understand that to get to a universal publicly delivered, we might start with some crucial medication. We might start uh, by covering medication that is needed for people living with diabetes or people that, are, uh, that need heart medication. So we might start with some medication that gets covered, and uh, our goal is to have a formulary that is comprehensive and that covers everything that people need. It might start with some medication and expand. Uh, but we want to take real steps that make people's lives better now, and we want to work towards our ultimate goals, which is always universal care for everyone. Are you expecting to see PharmaCare initiative in the federal budget next month? Uh, PharmaCare is outlined in our uh, agreement to be tabled by next year, 2023, that a, a Canada PharmaCare Act will be tabled, and will, that legislation will be presented, and we'll pass it in 2023. Boris Pou, Le Devoir. Bonjour, M. Singh. Est-ce que dans le document que vous avez publié sur l'entente, est-ce qu'il comprend toute l'entente ou il y a des éléments qui euh, sont négociés mais qui ne sont pas publiés dans ce document? Euh, l'entente euh, inclut toutes nos priorités et euh, on va travailler ensemble pour réaliser ça. Le travail euh, et comment on va travailler, c'est quelque chose qui est, qui, est, euh, qui est difficile de... de d'inclure complètement dans le texte, mais on, on, ce sont nos priorités complètement. Et euh, la façon comment on va travailler, c'est quelque chose que, qui est difficile d'écrire de, 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 de toutes les potentialités de comment on va travailler ensemble. Donc, euh, le, les priorités sont tout là, et le travail, c'est comme, comme on fait le travail dans la vie, c'est quelque chose qu'on va avoir des rencontres et on va euh, avoir des discussions pour arriver euh, au résultat. Le premier ministre était en conférence de presse ce matin. Pourquoi vous n'étiez pas à ses côtés? Parce que je ne suis pas un membre du gouvernement libéral. 
Je suis chef du parti néo-démocrate et on reste indépendant. Notre parti est indépendant. On va continuer de critiquer le gouvernement s'il le mérite. Et on, 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 est, on va travailler ensemble pour réaliser le but de cette entente de soigner les gens, de mieux soigner les gens, de soigner les dents, d'aider les gens avec le coût de médicaments, avec, aider les gens avec le coût de la vie, effectivement. C'est une grande raison pour laquelle on a forcé le gouvernement d'aller de l'avant avec des, des actions pour rendre la vie plus abordable par rapport au euh, coût de, de logement. Donc, c'est euh, nos priorités et c'est ce qu'on va continuer de faire.